again, this, this is the first stop on your financial wellness journey, right? And the only stop for employee information. Set new goals. What do I want to save? You should. Do I want to budget? You should. Do I want to invest? You should, right? This is the time to make those goals and try to hit them. And like Walt said, don't bite off more than you can chew. You can't save a million dollars if you only make a hundred a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not saving a million this year. Yeah. Don't, don't make a goal that's not reaching. You're setting yourself up for failure. Welcome back, folks. This is another episode of It's About Your Paycheck. This is episode number 12. We're talking about New Year's goals and specifically New Year's goals for employees. And before we dig in, what's up, Walt? How you doing today, sir? Good man, football today. Oh, uh, no doubt. Listen, you know, yeah, that's right. There was a game yesterday too, right? Dallas played. Um, Dallas right. lose? So, I know it, they almost did. You didn't see the end of the game, but no. there was like, it was the final play. Detroit drove the ball down, scored a touchdown, went for a two point conversion, got it, but they got a flag on the play, and oh. then tried to do it again, and then there was a flag on the the defense again, and then they tried it a third time. So three times they tried. The two-point two point conversion, conversion, and then they ended up not getting it and losing. Oh, Detroit oh. lost by like I think one point. They lost by one point. Yeah, it, it was ended up being a good game. I'm I expecting some. I'm expecting some good games today. My oh. boys played the Baltimore Ravens, so by Ooh, next week, when, when that's going to be a good game. When, when, we had injuries, so ugh, oh. man, we have a bunch of injuries. Like our top running back is out. Our second receiver, Waddle, he's out. We have a bunch of injuries on our line. Everybody's dealing with injuries, but the Ravens, I feel like, have more healthy people Less than injury, we do. Right. <laughs> yes. But hey, any given Sunday. Any given Sunday, sir. That's right. right. Any so given we'll Sunday. We'll see. Right. So good luck. That's going to be fun. Yeah, that, those would be some good games to watch for sure. I just got arrogant cowboy friends and family, so I hate when the Cowboys win. I just want them to lose. <laughs> I don't want them there. And New- I get mad at New Yorkers who are Cowboy fans. They're like, how dare you? How we got three teams in the state. How dare you? And we got great teams in the region and closer. You all the way in that. Come on. And, and the Giants have, have have more recently won a Super Bowl than the Cowboys. <laughs> Those of you on audio, I got a real ugly face on right now for the Cowboys. Anywho, it's about your paycheck today. So we're talking about goes. New Year's, right? What does New Year's mean to you? And for me, I don't like getting caught up in the New Year, New Me. But I don't discount opportunity for fresh starts and being proactive. And I don't discount if that if New Year's new me works for you, God bless you. It just doesn't work yeah. for me. I'm more of the school of thought. If you need to change in that, change. Change immediately. Plan it. Start it. Because it takes time anyway. So what about you, Bo? Man, two words. Reflect and connect. I love right? it. So Flex. reflect on the year past. What did I accomplish? And what didn't I accomplish, right? Reflect right. on those things. Uh, appreciate the wins that you had, but then also reflect on, hey, what losses did I take professionally yeah. and personally, yeah, personally this year yeah. that I could be better from? There's some stuff that I went through personally that, man, they were sharp, hard lessons, and I'm still irritated about them right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. but what can I do better in 2024? Mm. So this episode is presented by Time Track Go the simply better employee time clock software that is going to make your life easier. In addition to the unique graphical employee time card that helps you quickly identify and fix mistakes, TimeTrack Go is excited to announce it's now compatible with QuickBooks Desktop, providing effortless data transfer and reduced errors. 
Time Track Go will not only save you time and money each week, but the easy to understand user interface and the ability to turn an ordinary tablet into an employee time clock will get you and your team up and going in just minutes. Find out what a Simply Better solution can do for your business. To learn more and sign up for your 14-day free trial, go to www.timetrackgo.com. That's T-I-M-E-T-R-A-K-Go.com or call 888-321-9922. Let's go. So I don't have to experience those things going forward. And then the connect pieces about connecting with others, connecting with loved ones, friends, family, yeah. like coworkers, peers, whatever it is, networking, like those, about connecting with people. Because yeah. I, th- I think they said depression is at an all-time high, like all these different things, all these pressures people are feeling. That's why it's important to have people in your corner that you can connect with that that will give you that that shot of energy that will chin check you that will mm-hmm. hold you accountable having those different people in your corner to help you yeah that's what's in the importance about connections yes. having those connections with people outside mm-hmm. of yourself and don't, like something Brian tells me all the time just don't sit at home in the dark brooding yep just don't sit at home in the dark brooding connect you get one day yeah. to have a bitty party that's it after that you no, gotta take man. action for change so take us through your your suggestions for best practice basically guys we'll just give you some suggestions as a as an employee right looking at your paycheck and what do i need to how do i empower myself how do i get some financial wellness this year what are some of the things i could do to really help my career help me save money financial wellness personal wellness right so walt's got some suggestions i got some suggestions take it away for us walt so I have five different things. The first one, you want to set clear goals. So define specific and achievable professional goals for the upcoming year. You want to set goals for yourself. Yes, it's good to have lofty goals, but you want to make sure that you're able to achieve those. Yes. Realistically, just don't say, hey, by the end of the year, I'm going to get I'm going to get five certifications. This year, it's not even like, possible. Yeah, I'm gonna do all of it. This I'm gonna year. be a doctor this year. Yeah. I'm gonna become yeah. an MD. <laughs> you said like, there, there, there's some things that are low hanging fruit that you can accomplish that are easy. There's yep. other things that may be a little bit higher up the tree that, yep. you, that will take some more work and that you may need some help on. But you want to make sure that you are able to achieve those things. You want to have short term and long term goals for the new year. So set clear goals for your professional life. Again, like I said earlier, the connect piece, right? You want to boost your networking, strengthen your professional work network by network, not net worth, but you (laughs) you might want to strengthen your net worth too, but (laughs) strengthen your professional network by attending industry events or, and or connecting with colleagues, right? If you're in payroll, go to the, payroll conference if you can local you chapters know, so go to your go local, local chapter you may yep. you, there, there may be some free events like yep. google that stuff there may be some yes. free events that may somebody may be having or webinars and stuff like that that you can connect and connect with other people in the industry that's yep. how we learn and how we grow right by connecting with others and connecting with our colleagues in the industry so you want to boost your network this is big for me because this is this has helped me and stuff that I'm still working on now is you want to take you want to have a communication tune up. This is number three. You want to tune up that communication. So what does that mean? Improve your communication skills, both written and verbal. 
to be so to be clearer and have more effective interactions, right? Sometimes you ever met someone in the industry and in the email, they're so great, right? They're so great in the email, but when you speak to them in person, you're like, oh, is this the same person? And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> is, this, is this the same person? So you want to work on both facets of the communication, right? Both written and verbal. The verbal, and I also want to add one here. You want to work on your body language too. Yeah, that's a good like, one. Yeah, good call if, out. If you go into a meeting and you're always arms folded. And yeah, crossed, I try not like, to do it. You got the screw face. You got yeah. the screw face on you. Like people are gonna be like, "Oh, you're a defensive, Walt." It was what I'm saying. Like that is a part of communication. So yes. you want to that you want to tune up on those things, right? Yeah. Learn a different word. You hear somebody use a word like, "Oh, what does that mean?" Something yes. I used to. And this is I'm telling on myself. I'm probably you're probably gonna call me a, a little nerd or whatever. But if when I was younger, we had a thesaurus and a dictionary, and I would hear words on TV or hear somebody at school one of the teachers say a word, and I was like, "I don't know what that means," and I would go look at that word and I would say for the week, I'm going to use this word in a sentence for this week and make it a part of, and make it a permanent part of my vocabulary. That helped me as a kid. And that's just a little tool that you can use or a strategy that you could use to help you tune up your communication, both verbal and written. Nice. Number four, mentorship. Consider becoming a mentor or finding a mentor, yeah a mentor to share experiences with and get some guidance. Go One on. of the things that are going to help you in your career as a payroll professional and an employee is either helping someone else or becoming a mentee and having that mentor guide you and uplift you and build you up. And that's what you want to do. That's what you really want to do. You want to make sure that you connect with somebody who can actually help you accentuate and thrive in your career and really make sure that they're a mentor. Because some people may call themselves a mentor, but they may not be good at it. So find the right person. You got to find exactly. You got to find the right person. And then last but not least, this is something that I didn't learn until actually, I think it was Brian that kind of just opened my eyes to it because I had never thought about it. I had been a manager for, I think it was my first time being a manager or second time being a manager over someone. And I had never thought about this. I just accepted what the company offered me. Right. You want to brush up on those negotiation skills. Mm Mm-hmm. For your salary discussions or other workplace matters, you want to be able to negotiate, Mm -hmm. having the the ability to negotiate and say that. So basically what that means is that, hey, I'm willing to find compromise. I'm willing to find common ground. Show what value you bring, because as we always say, you are your brand. So you have to fight for your brand. You have to advocate for your brand and say, hey, my brand this is what I do. This is what I, this is what I say. This is how I operate. These are my accomplishments. These are my achievements. I feel like I am worth this and establish that. And then you'll be able to negotiate it. Just don't accept what you're being offered. And at the perfect times for that is when you are interviewing, negotiating, right? Getting offer letters and your performance reviews. Yep. Right. Though so that's when you do it. It's if you bring it up out of the nowhere, it's, very uncomfortable for managers. Not that you can't, not that it's impossible, but it is, it's uncomfortable. And then you can't guarantee your results. They- so let me ask you this. This is going down a, a thing here. Cause you said sure. it's uncomfortable for, uncomfortable for managers. Yeah. But 
are we there as employees to make them comfortable? Because it's really about our brand. How many times have we seen, for me, I can say I've seen people that have put in a, a notice, a two weeks notice and say, hey, I'm out. Yeah. Because you're not even, and then the company's like, oh, don't, don't, don't leave. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's a tactic that some people use is it's a risky one because your company might be like, all right, see you later. Look, if you're willing to leave, then it is you can approach anytime you want because that is the risk, right? Because you can come to me if you just had your performance review and then you come into me a few months later, hey, I'm not happy with it, blah, 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 blah. All right, I'm sorry. We just had a review. You agreed. You signed off. Mm -hmm. And that's it until the next review. Unless you have a business case for something else, that's it. If you're willing to leave, bye. (laughs) Let me ask you a question so I can understand it. When you said uncomfortable, did you mean not not boxing them in a corner, but you meant like you put them on alert? It it can be all of that, right? It's all of that. It's you're putting in your manager in an uncomfortable position, meaning now they have to re-justify to you why you got get paid what you get paid. Now they have to deal with, oh, crap. Is he leaving? Now I need to go start looking for someone to backfill because I, this person might be leaving. So I need to start interviews. Let me put an ad out. Let me talk to HR and recruitment. Starts all these things that you may not have intended, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I remember that I tried that strategy once in my career, right? I'm going to give them a month's notice. This is what I thought to myself. I was young. I was earlier yeah, in my career. Sounds young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was like, I'm going to give them a month's notice and give them time to do this. They called me into HR. All right. You don't have to give us a month. You can give us two weeks. And yep. so Friday is going to be your, last, your day. last day. Yep. But, uh, my face changed. It was like, yep. That's wait, right. What? That's, that's right. Uh, there you go. Because that's not, <laughs> that wasn't the way to approach it. Mm-mm. Right. And if you're willing to leave, then yeah, you can approach it anytime you want because you're willing to go. But if yep. you're not and you're trying to just build and you have to understand like those ebbs and flows at your job. And again, you don't want to bring up money unless you have a good business case. Right. You can't. Oh, I just want to make more money. Oh, the one that is the one that drives me crazy is, oh, because my personal life demands it. Uh, That's not that. Again, I just I don't know if it was this show or the last show. I just said it on that. Folks, businesses don't go in business to satisfy your needs, our employee needs. A good company does recognize keeping your employees as good practice, but that's not why we start businesses. We don't start businesses to keep our employees happy. We start business to make money. And if you interfere and you're going to impact that making money part, there are a ton of people out there here to replace you. Yes, good good talent is usually paid well. If you're not, then yes, you need to keep it moving. That's that that those are the things that you just got to be kind of a little mindful of just when wanted, it comes to I, negotiating. Yeah, I just wanted to ask you what you meant by uncomfortable. Yeah. Right. Thank you. Yeah, right. no, I don't know. That, that's it for me. No doubt. No doubt. My suggestion for folks, I got five as well. So there's a new year. Right. And what do you got to review as a, an employee is when it comes to your paycheck? review your tax withholdings. Are you still in a good, does this still make sense? You're about to file your taxes, right? If you can, and you can get guidance from your filer, whoever's doing it for you, or do the math, right? Everybody, some people do it, does it themselves, right? But the basic understanding with taxes is that if I'm, if I get a lot of money back when I file taxes, that means you pay, you overpaid during the year. If I owe at year end, that means you didn't pay enough during the year. If you 
depending on how that works, you want to be mind, you, you may want to adjust. There's a school of thought, I think it's Susie Orman, who says like, why are you giving the government the money or your loan? And then waiting for it to come back to you at the end of the year. She says, you will never get back the overage that you sent them. So she says, it doesn't pay for you to use that as a savings account. People say, oh, I use it as a savings account. No, then that's silly because the government is making money on that money, on your money all year long. And then they give you some of it back. <laughs> you understand? Because the way the tax code works, it's built for the, their favor, not ours. Unless you're taking the time to understand tax code and how to avoid, which most of us don't. We just run through the standard deductions and lies very cut and dry. And you get you you get money back, you're thrilled. Oh, yeah. How, what if you could have not paid them at all and then paid them, hey, a little 500, a little thousand at the end of the year? And that puts you in a better money situation. There's a lot there for reviewing and updating tax withholding because the laws, personal situations can change. Employees should review their W-4 forms and adjust accordingly, right? It's particularly important if you have major life changes. Think about that too. If you got married, if you had a kid, if you get divorced, that impacts your tax. So you want to adjust for that every year. And if you're not educated, you want to get educated. Stay listening to the show. We'll tell you more, right? Yep. Number two is check for changes in pay. If but are you do a raise at the beginning of the year, or you do some type of bonus, or you do an adjustment. Unfortunately, what happens in one one is that our checks reset, our tax amounts, everything resets. You could limits. have yeah, the limits reset. the The social security limit is going up this year. So if you're a high earner, you're gonna pay more to social security this year. If sometimes like little things happen in localities where. You got you may pay a local tax for like a hundred bucks or fifty bucks a, a, a month, and but it only goes till June half the year, and then maybe your check went up the last six months, and now it went back down because now you have to pay that tax again starting one one. So that's a common question or a common call we get as in as payroll. We get the the phone call NHR of course. My check is wrong. No, it's not wrong. Things reset. The rates went up. So you got to understand those rates and impacts. Again, study your check. Look at the last six months. Look at your totals. Get help if you need it. Listen to the show. It will guide you. So you want to salary changes, raises. What else? Make sure your pay stub is on point. This is the first paycheck of the year. This will dictate the rest of the year for you. So if you miss it now, you're going to miss it every paycheck. And if you have trouble, we said this in another show, if you have trouble understanding your pay stub, Reach out to your payroll, payroll. HR. Team. Yes, they will help you. I have I had a, a classic case where I had an employee who paid a state, the wrong state, a tax all year long. And it yeah. came out to be like $1,000 at the end of the year. They, they, they didn't notice, right? Your hourly employee, it's tough to keep track, and especially if you're not looking at your pay stub. Yeah. But when did he look at the pay stub and look at everything? come year in when he went to file taxes then he was like i don't live in this state i've been paying this state all year that's not always yeah. on payroll like that's you know you could have moved during you could have yeah we don't know so yeah. look at those things look at your first check of the year and make sure everything's right make sure you understand all the codes right a lot of times paychecks is just little codes on there on your paycheck and what does that mean call them call your pay email your pay get get them to answer so yep. that's that was number two. Just make sure check for changes in your pay. Right. Yep. Um, number three, 
Utilize employee benefits. Ooh, this is a good one, right? If you can afford to contribute to 401k, I argue that you cannot afford to do it. But if you can afford to contribute to 401k, understand the limits, understand how that is and, how, and that impact. And it's what's called a pre-tax, right? Go back to one of our first episodes in this series that we talked about pre-tax deductions and how that impacts your paycheck. It actually lowers your tax liability. So if you have pre-tax deductions, it lowers the amount you have to pay the government, right? There's math there to do it and reach out to us and we could help out as well. But your open enrollment choices, right? If you just had open enrollment, Jan 1 is when those new choices start coming out of your check. Make sure that those deductions are what you picked and that it matches your enrollment, right? Because you may have a little bit of a grace period depending on your company. Not all companies can have to give you grace. They, you, you did your open enrollment two months ago and now you realize it's wrong, you may be stuck, okay? Yeah. So just be mindful because they gave you enough time to review and to confirm. And depending on how your system is, you got an email that said, this is what you picked. Starting Jan 1, this is what's going to come out of your check. So be mindful of those things. But still, if it's wrong, you can make your case, try to do what you got to do. If it's not right, you got to try to fix it, right? Yep. Take advantage of health and savings accounts, FSA accounts, flexible spending accounts. Again, all these things pre-tax and it helps you manage your money. Yes. That was number three. Number four, set financial goals for yourself, right? Again, this, this is the first stop on your financial wellness journey right? And the only stop for employee information. Set new goals. What do I want to save? You should. Do I want to budget? You should. Do I want to invest? You should, right? This is the time to make those goals and try to hit them. And like Walt said, don't bite off more than you can chew. You can't save a million dollars if you only make a hundred a year. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're not saving a million this year. Yeah. Don't, don't make a goal that's not reaching. You're setting yourself up for failure. And another thing, another key point on here with all these things, the benefits, everything that you've mentioned so far, and you're going to mention on this last one, the key point in this is doing your research. Yes. Finding the right solutions for yourself. Trusted solutions. Yes. That is the most important piece of this, right? You can set all these goals and do all these things, but if you don't do your research, you could do yourself a disservice. Absolutely right. And then perfectly, like Walt said, number five is educate yourself about employee rights, pay laws, stay listening to the show because we're going to cover these things state by state and help you out. But stay informed, right? There's overtime rules. Oh, gosh, there was just a big, I heard something on the, one of these news podcasts, they were talking about holiday pay, or was it my wife? I think it was my wife talking to her employees. But the holiday pay policies, right? Oh yeah, it was like calling in the day before a holiday or calling in the day after. That, in some companies, that excludes you from being paid for the holiday. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Again, it's all fresh with the holidays. Overtime is impact. Understand what your rights are, your pay rights, your overtime, your leave. This knowledge is crucial when you to ensure that your employer is compliant, right? Make sure you're being treated fairly. There's, oh, there was a good one on... <laughs> I love TikTok right now and, and social media, period, because there's a lot of little clips on employee relations, like how dynamics, there's this funny cartoon one about overtime and they're, oh yeah, it was Christmas. I'm sorry to go down, but this is, it's, it's applicable, right? It, mm -hmm. The, the cartoon was 
and it's always Veronica. It was, hey, Veronica, I don't know the manager's name, but <laughs> it's, hey, Veronica, I noticed you didn't pick up my call or you didn't answer my email I sent you on, on Christmas Eve. And she, the employees, yeah, no, yep, you're right. I'm checking emails right now. Cause it's like, the assumption was it's Tuesday morning now after the holiday. Right. And she's like, yeah, oh, I, if you sent it, I'm going to see it in a few minutes. I'm checking emails right now. It just got to work, blah, blah, blah. It's nine o'clock, whatever. And she said, no, but I sent it on Christmas Eve. And she's like, yeah, I don't, I'm an hourly employee and I don't get paid to work from home or after hours. And I don't have an email on my phone. And she's like, oh yeah, but there was a, when you started, IT could help you download the company's email on your phone. And she's now I opted out of that. And basically just goes into how, if you want access to me out after hours, you have to pay me accordingly. That has, you have to be in compliance and you have to pay me accordingly if you want access to me after hours. And I love it because it's really. It's called work-life balance. Absolutely. Yeah. Work-life balance. And there's laws, there's compliance there. Mm. And that's what it is. Educate yourself, right? Know your pay rights, know your paycheck rights, know what they can and cannot do in your check. There's another one out there that talks about deductions. And it was like, oh, I overpaid you by accident. And they're like, oh, we're going to have to take it back. And he's like, I already spent it. In California, you cannot just take money. And, in, and it's other states as well. But in California, you can't just take money. And New York is another one. You can't just take money back without the employee's signed written mm -hmm. permission. I didn't make the mistake. That's right. You, you overpaid me. You overpaid me. <laughs> now, see, the employee does have a responsibility to make sure from a standpoint that they are checking their stuff. And that they're checking, if they're hourly, especially that they're checking their time card, right? Mm -hmm. for, yeah, for real. Law. <laughs> yep. But the employee needs to sign something before you deduct or yeah. deduct their wages. And if they don't sign it, the, that so might the, be the, em the employer's recourse after that is if they want, they take you to small claims court. That's right. Mm -hmm. And that's it. But like in this scenario with this clip that I saw, and, it, and he's, oh, I thought I got a raise. And it's, very it was on tiktok it's on tiktok yeah and it, yeah. It was, these are scenarios that happen all the time oh wow i got a little bump in my pay awesome shoot if it happens on around the holidays oh i got a holiday bonus yay that's a blessing again, yep won't he do it <laughs> and 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 folks don't look at their paychecks enough yeah. right and you should because so yeah. you can understand these things yes. and yeah you may be in a state where your, your company can't take it back but then now you have to think about the how that impacts all right do i want to be that employee that tells them f you you can't take it back i'm not signing crap and make them go to court or do i want to play ball and be like all right listen i'll pay it back but i can only pay yeah. you back ten dollars a paycheck i i, I forgot, I have power I forgot there. yeah i forgot i forgot to clock out so it's my responsibility to do it like you have some employees that are like well, i need this money yeah, no, I, I mean, don't want to pay back anything. Look, I, I, and, I've, and I've been in situations like that where an employee has been overpaid and I have to call them and be like, hey, you got overpaid. It's not my fault. That's correct. Yep. But you're associated to a missed punch or not. It could be a straight company error. No, yes. I, I'm not saying I, I'm just, yes. I'm I'm just saying it doesn't have to be to a missed punch. Part, yeah. yeah, it, it could, could be, be anything. A, a variety of things that get you the wrong money. Yeah. yeah. And in that scenario, there's more accountability. But in the scenario where the employee has zero to do with the error. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the money. Yep. And again, you still you have the power to say, sure, I'll pay back if you're in a good company and you love your job and you're good. You're in a good situation, then that would disrupt things. And then you can pay it back as 
slowly as you can, as you want, because all they want to do is get the money back. And then you could just be like, hey, I'll give you $10 a paycheck till it's paid back. You could sign something that says, yeah, when I leave here, I'll pay it back. You don't think about the power we have as employees. Right. But to your point in negotiation, we don't always negotiate as we should. That's going to yeah, help you negotiate. You know what? Yeah, I was overpaid, but I can only afford this. this I already spent it. I thought it was mine. Yeah. I ain't got it anymore. So I'll pay you. I'll pay you back what I can. Yeah, man. Those are great. Great. You had some great, great nuggets here for the people, man. Likewise, man. So thanks, folks. Happy New Year. Hope you guys take some of this stuff and apply it into your into the next 12 months. Be proactive. And uh, and keep learning. Keep listening. Come back for more. Happy New Year's. Happy Happy New Year's, folks. Peace.